Okay, so welcome everybody to Jen Springer's weekly Monday night call. I'm your host for the first Mondays of each month. My name is Monty Moran. I'm a Young Living Silver since 1991. And I've always looked at uh, MLMs since 91, uh, mainly because I love the business model. I love the low cost of entry. Uh, I love the fact that it's a low overhead. I mean, think about it. Our overhead as a Young Living person is our 100 PV a month. Uh, you know, and I'm also, you know, the opportunity to make money, you know, and sometimes even more money than the person who is, quote, above me. Yes, Jen, listen in to that one. I'm working on that one. Uh, before we get too far, let me announce the promos for February because it's kind of confusing this time. But I know the amazing part is that the fact that you can earn back 29% of your auto ship order each month. So let's see if we can tackle this one real quick. <clears throat> so for 190 PV, you get five mils of uh, the time essential oil. oil. If you're looking at this with like Jen's email or if you're looking online, there's also another thing called the bonus essential reward exclusive. So with the 190 PV, you get the five mil of time. And if you're participating in the, in what they call the oil infused lifestyle, that bonus essential reward is the five mil taste of Italy. And then with the 250 PV, you still get your five mil of time plus the lavender hand and body lotion, which is phenomenal at this time of year. And then also the five mil taste of Italy. And then for the 300 PV, you get the time, the lavender hand and body lotion, and then you get 30 essential rewards points, which is actually transferable. I think if I read this right, if you want to, uh, and then also the five mil taste of Italy. So now, Let's talk about the oil-infused lifestyle, or the OIL. The whole idea is that they're trying to get everybody on auto ship because it just simplifies everybody's life. <clears throat> and with that, they're also thinking, all right, so instead of everybody getting oils all the time, how about stuff that actually has the essential oils infused in them, hence the term oil-infused lifestyle. So things that qualify for that are, is going to be pretty much anything that stinks are red, the Thieves toothpaste, Thieves household cleaner, Thieves mouthwash, Ninja Nitro, Disease Hard Lozenges, and Inner Defense. So if you order those in addition to your uh, Essential Rewards auto ship, then if you kind of read down, it kind of breaks it down for you. So say, for instance, you get the lozenges, Inner Defense, and Nitro. So that's two of two or three. You get 15 additional Essential Rewards points for that month. And then it scales up. So if you do four to six different products, you get 30 additional points. If you get seven to eight products that are infused with essential uh, essential oils, you get 50 additional points. So now going back to the promo, you also get, oh boy, I tell you, this is a confusing one, but so you also get the five mil taste of Italy when you're participating in that uh, oil infused lifestyle bonus thing. So the cool thing is that just like with your essential rewards, the longer you do it and the more consistent you stay with it, the bigger, uh, how do I say, percentage back you get. So, you know, by that time you get towards, oh, what's the, what's the time period with this one? Is it near a year? I swear I just looked at this seven times before I looked at this. You work your way up like, you know, 3%, 6%, and then eventually 9% after nine consecutive months. So 9% after nine consecutive months. Pretty cool deal. Most of us are already doing essential rewards, so it's just, it's just more 
rewards for us, cashback stuff. So I think that's pretty cool. Whew. So if you have any questions, is you know, Young Living's got it on their site. I'm sure everybody's got it posted on their Facebook. Jen's got it in her email with links like that. Uh, and so dive into that because that's a phenomenal rewards uh, package right there, in addition to what we already get with the Central Rewards. So now, <clears throat> before I announce Shannon Hudson, let me just tell you one thing about Shannon. I earned my silver and six back in 2013, I want to say. And, you know, Shannon heads up the silver and six calls. And so she asked me to be on the call. And something happened where she couldn't make it on the call. I don't know if somebody was sick or she was sick or just things happened. She gave me two options. She said, well, we can either scrap it and redo it in about six weeks because she's always got six weeks scheduled out for silver and six calls. Or I could just fly solo. And I thought, oh, what do I do? So I decided, you know what, I'm just going to do this solo. And so she gave me, you know, all the call information. And I just went solo and then just kind of explained, you know, my secrets on how to achieve silver and six. And I'm sure they've probably changed now that I've kind of on the edge of hitting gold. But it's always interesting to, to follow Shannon and her whole uh, leadership with silver and six calls. Totally amazing. But first, we should get into what I'm supposed to be talking about. <laughs> How do you hold a Young Living event? Uh, you know, and I need to kind of cheat and look at Jen's questions on how I'm supposed to do this. Because she had a bunch of stuff. Oh, here we go. Okay. Lining up speakers, pricing tickets, and finding a hotel. So the first thing you need to think about when you are deciding, you know what, I want to do a Young Living event is you need to think, all right, so what is your theme with this? Because I've done three events now. Last year, spring was my first one, and then I did a big one in the fall with the Ula guys, and now I'm holding another one this May. And I've always thought, okay, so what's my theme with this? And my, when I first started out with this, it was just talk about products and talk about the business side. And when I lined up speakers, it was basically people in my organization already that you know, as you want to help these people grow, it's like just throw them a bone and say, hey, you want, to, you want to talk about something? And luckily I found three gals that were absolutely phenomenal that were passionate about anything that they talked about. Uh, and I still get people asking. I say, hey, are those girls going to talk again? Because they're phenomenal. You know, so when you're lining up speakers, if you're going to go, I, I'd say the first thing is start your organization first. So if you know people who say, look, yeah, I can do the intro classes, but I want to do something bigger. Throw them a bone and say, look, let's, let's do this. You know, you could talk about skin line. You could talk about, you know, uh, your home and, and toxic stuff and how to replace that with the thieves cleaners. Talk about health. And now that there's new kits out, you could talk about animals. You could talk about kids. You could talk about PTSD. It goes forever. And usually what I've done is, as the new people is to give them 40 minutes just so that they have that, that half hour fudge time where, okay, maybe they can talk for a half hour and if they need, they run out of time, that extra 10 minutes, we can always, you know, do a break or whatever. But try to find somebody who's really engaging that's really passionate about it, you know, because I have people that are always asking me, hey, I want to do a talk. I'm like, well, what do you want to talk about? Well, I don't know. The first thing I say is, well, when you find something you're passionate about, let me know. Because if you're just going to sit up there and lecture, there's all kinds of colleges out there that, that, do lectures and nobody's interested. But 
if you find something you're passionate about, we're in, and we and we'll hang on every single word that you say. That would be my first advice. With that, is is start in house and start with people that are in your organization, um, and then reach upline. You know, for instance, every one of the uh, events I've had, I've always had a diamond come in, and they've always been in our upline. But we've always had a diamond come in and talk because everybody wants to hear a diamond talk. I mean, my God, Shen's going to be on the phone call today, and sounds like, well. Maybe I should say this. There must be some cabin fever going on with Shannon's crew right now because they already got on the call at 6 o'clock Central Time thinking it was 7 o'clock <laughs> Eastern Time. You know, I'm like, oh, someone's laughing. Shannon, are you on? I am. <laughs> okay. Yeah, cabin fever has set in. So, anyways, man, I just got off course. But is lining up engaging speakers. <clears throat> now, as you grow, we'll talk about this, but – First of all, let's go with pricing the tickets. You kind of have to figure out, you know, what people are willing to pay for. And sometimes the easiest thing to look at is, is you know, if you have local TEDx events, what are they charging for that? And what are you getting for that? Uh, how much does a rock concert cost? You know, what are people paying for that? How many people are expecting? You know, if you have, and mind you, say if you have a group of, okay, let's do the numbers. If you're silver, you have a minimum of probably 200 people in your group. So if you're like, yeah, I'm a silver, I'm going to start doing these big events, and I, I know I can get 200 people because I have 200 people in my group, it ain't going to happen because we're all independent distributors. We're not employees, so it's not like a required employee event. You might be able to get 50 to 100 maybe, but there's no way you're going to get all of them. That's just the way the numbers are. So now it's, it's one of those deals where, okay, so do you start out small? Do you start out small? Do you stay with only people in your organization, or do you talk to other people? And quote cross lines or sister lines, you know, or do you talk to your your diamond upline and say, hey, you know, I'm doing this event, can you come talk? And by the way, can you bring some people with you? That kind of deal. Reach out because as soon as you swallow your ego and you get more and more people on the line <clears throat> or in your event, the easier it is to grow the second one. Uh, and then finding a hotel. Uh, you know, you don't necessarily have to do this. I know, say like Sherry Ross, I've seen her do events in the back room of a Hardee's, you know, for an intro to oils class. But if you want to do a full day event, obviously you can't hang out in Hardee's all day long. Find a hotel and probably the easiest way to do this is just go ask. There's a lot of, a lot of hotels in a lot of towns and they're always looking for events. But with that in mind, I, I would say ask for open days. Because if you ask for open days, then chances are, one, you'll get in. And two is, there's probably not a lot of other things going on. And let me tell you, but here's my experience. The one that I did last spring, and mind you, we call these FargoSuperSaturday.com, and we put them on Eventbrite so people can just buy their tickets there. But <clears throat> I looked at the, the schedule last spring, and I thought, okay, so this would be a good time. There's nothing really going on. And I found out that that weekend was actually Memorial Day weekend. And when I was looking at the calendar, I, I thought Memorial Day weekend was – the last weekend of the month, and it actually ended up being the second to last weekend of the month, totally screwed me up. Still got 50 people to show up. Uh, you know, most of them were in our downline, so uh, that worked out pretty well. The second event, <clears throat> and sometimes here's where it gets fun and creative, is that the second event was October 11th, and I, I had the challenge. Someone said, hey, think you can get the Willow guys to come? I'm like, I don't know. So I just contacted them and they said, 
yeah, talk to our our event scheduler, and so I talked to her, and uh, I already had the, the date set. It was just the challenge of can I get these guys to come, and I just gave her the hard day, like this is the day. It's either it works or doesn't work, and it worked. But what I didn't figure out was I didn't realize that in Fargo here we have this football team that's been national champions for like the last four years. And they have this big deal with what they call the NDSU homecoming. And that day happened to be the day that I did Fargo Super Saturday. And when I went and promoted it, I talked to a lot of people and I talked to um, some of the people that the banks I, I do business with and talked to the, the, the PR guy at one bank. And I said, Hey, look, this is what I'm doing. I'll send you an email. Cause I already had a, Email, it's already scripted. It had the ULA guys on there and the whole thing. And I opened up to everybody thinking, we'll do Young Living Business in the morning. Then in the afternoon, it'll be all ULA guys. So I promoted the ULA guys for the second half. And this is, could be another option is instead of having people come full day like I did uh, the first time, is, it, is the second time, do pure Young Living in the morning and then in the afternoon, bring in people like the ULA guys or some phenomenal speaker or a group of speakers and open up the, the entire public in the afternoon. So I did that and I proposed it to the PR guy at the bank and he said, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll sponsor it. We'll, you know, we'll get people there. I know a lot of people, a lot of people that are into, you know, self-improvement type stuff. He goes, when's the date? I said, October 11th. He looked at me and he said, are you out of your freaking mind? He goes, do you know what day that is? I said, yeah, I know. He goes, you know, it's NDSU homecoming. And of course this is a guy who was the athletic director for NDSU for like I don't know, quarter of a decade probably. Uh, nonetheless, he actually did send some people, um, and it worked out. I got like 225 people to come to the Ula thing, but <clears throat> maybe I should touch this right away, is that just because you post on, on Facebook and send out a few emails, they're not, not everybody's going to come. Like you really need to go around and pimp is probably the best word I can use is, is pimp the fact that you're doing this a big event. And if your intention is, you know, okay, well, I have to use my story because it'd be easier. Then you guys can translate it. But my story is, look, I love Fargo. I think Fargo is a great place to live. And I want to do something that helps show how awesome Fargo is. And when I tell this to people face-to-face that are, you know, people in the public eye and people that do PR and people that are connected with other people, and you tell them, look, I'm not trying to sell everybody Young Living. I'm just trying to sell you guys the fact that I'm bringing in some people that I don't care if everybody's interested in Young Living or not, but I got some people that are really phenomenal. I think you should hear, you know, if you guys are interested in Young Living, that's cool too, but come and check this out. Uh, And it seems like no matter who you talk to, and I've talked to a lot of people about this, you could probably sell 20, 50, 100 tickets the first week, and then there's this lull because a lot of people – do one of two things. Either they schedule way out in advance, two months down the road, or they they figure out what they're going to do the week of. So if you can, as soon as you pin down a date and a venue and some speakers and you feel like you're ready to go, blast it out and talk to as many people as possible because you want to get those people who are already planning their lives two months ahead. And then keep talking about it because a lot of us know with marketing, it takes seven to 14 repetitions or times before you know people get the idea like oh yeah you're doing this event i've only heard it 14 times but that 15th time i get it okay i'm gonna go 
but then don't run out of gas. That last week is like pimp the world crazy week where you need to actually get out there and then tell people, look, this is the last week. I'm not selling tickets at the door. You give them the option of selling tickets at the door. People are going to wait for the last minute. Tell them they need to get on the Eventbrite site, which I totally encourage people to do to put together an event. Uh, it, it just simplifies everything, and then you can always have a, a door person to come and, and just do the check off on the list. That's what I do. And then uh, with that, things when you're talking about a hotel, here's some things you need to figure out is how many people are expecting because if you're expecting 50 people your first time, you probably only need a room for 50 people. If you're expecting 100 people, just get a room for 100 people. If you're expecting 200, just get a room for 200. Because the worst thing to do is, is to expect 50 people and get a room for 400. There's a lot of crickets chirping when there's – space for 400 and there's only 50 people that show up so find a room that, that fits so it, it feels intimate because everybody's packed in together and it, it works phenomenal but then think about are your speakers comfortable with a microphone like a handheld microphone or you know for instance i myself i like to speak with my hands and so for me to hold on the microphone i'd probably flip it in the audience on accident so I need a lapel microphone or something that goes, you know, on my body that I can't fidget with. Uh, decide if you want a stage or not. We haven't done a stage, really. We kind of do a pseudo stage because some people like to speak behind a podium. Some of us speak before, but that. And then a lot of people love to use PowerPoint presentations. And I'll tell you right now, don't encourage your speakers to know their topics, but Pick PowerPoint presentations that are not very wordy, where maybe you just have a picture or maybe a short sentence about something. Just as a cue to remind you, this is what you're going to be talking about next. Because if you have a bunch of words on there, you might as well just do a read-along. That's kind of boring. Um, think about food as far as, you know, if you're going to do a lunch and you have a bunch of Restaurants around the area, you know, you might want to plan for an hour and a half lunch just for people to get out and come back. <clears throat> I know personally this time I'm actually having Ramada do a buffet line at the, the restaurant inside the hotel because it's been an hour and a half break last time, and it still took us an hour and a half to get through a sit-down eating experience. So maybe a buffet line, we can get through that fast. Always work in breaks because... <clears throat> Things are going to happen. There's always technical difficulties. Make sure there's always two laptops. People that have PowerPoint presentations, make sure they have a backup of their backup. Because <laughs> we've seen it. You know, I think even the little guys had a little technical problem when they're doing their thing, and they've, they've been doing their talk pretty much straight for the last two years, and they still have technical glitches. So be ready for that. Uh, we'll do another thing. Am I missing something? Pricing the tickets. Yeah. So. Here's another thing is before you even figure out what the price of tickets are, try to figure out how much does it cost for the venue. Like, is the hotel going to cost a thousand bucks, and it's going to cost a thousand bucks, and you're figuring fifty people are going to show up? It's going to cover that. Plus, are you going to give away any gifts? Make sure your costs are covered. Uh, what else am I thinking? And you know, I, that might be pretty much it. Except for also think about. Things like, are you going to put out flyers, the cost of that? You pretty much need to figure out <clears throat> everything that's going to cost before you figure out your ticket price. Once you figure out your ticket price, then <clears throat> obviously you don't want to 
you don't want to like lose money on this, but you don't want to, you know, I don't know. You don't want to price yourself to the point where nobody's going to show up either. So for us, we do $50 for the day. I think it's a pretty easy sell. It's not too big of an investment. Um, boy, what else am I thinking? Make sure you get through. Okay. So when you're, when you're working at the hotel, usually go through a salesperson first and then they line up a, a person that's in charge of the uh, catering and events. And then the day of, you'll actually have somebody who's in charge of your room. Make sure you get to know these people really well and make sure they know exactly what you need and exactly what time you start and make sure you have that relationship built. Oh, and you know what? Here's the other thing too, is when we did the Uli event, I had the room from nine to four and the Ula guys went above and beyond and they had more stuff to share than they had time <clears throat> at four Oh five. And the people from the hotel came in and they went right past me and they went up right up to Dave actually, and says, you guys need to be out of here in five minutes. Well, the Ula guys love to talk with their hands too. And so they use lapel microphones. Well, when the guy leaned in to tell them that the entire room found out that we're getting kicked out. And so I need to cover this because there's always going to be something that, that goes wrong. And it's, it's how well you bounce back from that that, that, makes, that makes it a success. So they told Dave, all right, well, you got five minutes to, to shut it down. And so Dave looked at me and I'm like, all right. And I went out and I talked to these guys privately and I said, look, one, that wasn't cool. But two is, you know, these guys are just wrapping up. Just give us a few minutes. You know, we got carried away. Blue guys finished up. <clears throat> the hotel people started coming in and breaking down the, the walls and, and setting up the next thing. And I just told everybody, look, the party has ended here, but we're going out to the lobby because we we had door prizes and things like that. We'll just keep the party going out in the lobby. And we kept the party going out in the lobby. And the little guys stayed there because there was books given away and they stayed and signed stuff. And they had shirts to give away. It was pretty cool. So no matter what happens, just remember – if you fall down seven, get up eight. If something silly happens like that, you know, roll with it. There's always ways to go around that. Uh, and the second thing with that is I have a lot of people ask me afterwards. So if you do another event, you're going to try to find another place because I thought that was kind of a shady deal. How did we get kicked out? And I said, no, I said, this is, this is why we're in the business that we're in. We're through relationship marketing. I said, oh, I'll just talk to these people develop the relationship a little bit better and say, look, we probably could have started a little bit earlier because they, they set up us, they set us up late, which kind of threw us off. And I just said, you know what, let's do it again, but let's give us, give us a fudge time and we'll start at eight o'clock and we'll finish at five o'clock and the fudge time is there and, and things work out. So I didn't burn that bridge. I just said, look, work with me on this and I'll work with you on this and we'll make this event even bigger and better next time. Done. So that'd be my tidbits on how to start a Young Living event. But now, so I have Shannon coming on, and I got to tell you something. I have never talked to Shannon in person. In fact, when I was doing the Silver and Six call, and we were trying to schedule that, uh, we were talking on Facebook messaging, and even then I wasn't talking to her. I actually, I was driving, and it was my... Well, my daughter's 10, but when she was eight then, I had my daughter handle the phone and, and do the communication between me and Shannon to schedule, uh, to schedule a time. 
So technically, I haven't really even talked to Shannon. So Shannon, welcome to the call. Shannon Hudson's our uh, Young Living Diamond, and she's going to talk about. I hope everybody's got their product guides out because she's going to talk about how she can prospect and, and explain and share Young Living to anybody just using the product guide, which is absolutely phenomenal. I've I've heard her do it on the old one, and when the new ones came out, the first thing I thought was, Oh my God, how am I going to do this one? Because it's totally different. <laughs> Jen, you were the first person I thought, you know what, I need you on the call to help us go through this. So welcome, Shannon. Glad to have you on the call for the second time. Thank you so much for having me. Before we go on to that, I do want to know, can I give a bibbit on doing events? Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, We have built our entire organization doing events. And the one thing I tell everyone when they're starting their events, like the number one first thing you should do, top priority, is ask yourself, why do you want to have one? What is your goal for having it? What do you want to have? And literally write down, what is your goal? Are you doing it because you want to do a training and it's more time effective for your people? Are you doing it because you want an increase in your OGV? And if you do, what percentage of increase? Are you doing it because you want new members to enroll? Because if you don't write down the why and the how, you will have no idea if you had a successful event. And That's absolutely that true. Figure, yeah, that way you can figure out everything else and everything kind of rolls from there knowing the reason for each event. So each and every, because we do hundreds of events. We have probably 30 or 40 of them on the dockets for the next three months of big events that we do all over the place. And that's what I'm always asking the group where I'm going. Why are you Why are you wanting me to come do this? What's in it for you? Because that will, I mean, that will set the tone for the entire event. Okay. And then my second quick advice for people is when you're scheduling your speakers, you have to schedule a um a high-energy speaker, and then somebody that's a lower energy. Because if you do two low-energy back-to-back, people will be walking around or leaving the room or sleeping, no matter how amazing that speaker was. Where if you go back and forth between high-energy and low-energy, it gives a better flow and people can stay awake better. Agreed. <laughs> that's Agreed. just my little tip so when you do your, things to That's go good. Ahead. So when you do your events, do you have a, a theme for each one? Every event, we have a different theme. Like we've got, um, we just finished a uh, a brain health summit, and it was all um, one whole day is business, one whole day is how the brain functions, what's the system, what are the nutrients that are needed, what oils work with that, um, the massage, how that works with it. So we kind of wrap into, and even food. So we hit on every category for that, so cardiovascular system, because FDA approves that we can teach on any system of the body. So we're teaching on a system and core nutrients that each system needs and foundational even, you know, exercise and all the different things so that you're taking one concept and really saturating so you understand the anecdote of that when you leave. Because our goal is always that anybody in the room can turn around and at least teach their hour class, hour and a half class on whatever the topic was so that they can turn around and duplicate because that's always what it's about. It doesn't matter if it works. It matters if it's duplicatable. So we want to equip our people for that. I agree. You know, and the other thing, too, is holding big events technically is not duplicable. Did I say that right? Duplicable. Correct. Man, I just (laughs) – that's such a fun word to say, especially when you mess it up. But, yeah, I don't think we should put pressure on anybody to be doing big events. It's it's more effective and more phenomenal for everybody to do little coffee shop shares or home shares or or things like that where they're small, they're intimate, they might be – two to 
20 people, those seem to be more effective. So I think you're right when you do the big events. All right, so how do you cover how do you cover all the business aspects and all the product aspects of Young Living to a bunch of people? Well, you kind of get them all together and talk about it. And then, right. you know, like, you know, as you guys have kind of expanded, it's like, well, now we could do, you know, different systems of the body, if it's heart health, uh, brain, mind health, that kind of deal, and work on those focuses. That's cool. That's kind of actually what I ran into uh, this time around is I was thinking, all right, so now we have this FDA thing going on. Kind of tough to talk about the products, so maybe I'll just go like a business summit underground edition where I'll bring in, you know, people that help with, you know, how do you, how, what do people think when they succeed? What do people think when they fail? You know, how gritty are you? Do you do you stick with it? Do you give up? Do you fall down seven times and, and roll over, or do you fall down seven times and get up? That kind of deal. So I got those kind of people coming in. I do have a high energy speaker. He's phenomenal. You know, but it's like it's mostly just business this time like just pure business we can talk about products you know and the whole fda thing kind of uh flies over but uh yeah you know so you can uh, there's always different ways to do this and actually i think if you change up the theme all the time then it creates interest it's like well, what are they talking about this time or how are they how are you gonna do that mind health thing Right. Uh, it yeah, does. So, it builds. Cool. The big events are definitely just like an exclamation point on your business. The the small events, one-to-one, person-in-person, the home events, the weekly events, those are what are your core. That's your structure. But the big events is where you pull all the different teams together in any one area. Because our last, um, actually the event we had in November, we had over a 1,000 people there. This one that we just had with the weather the way it was, we had around 800 people. But it's like letting everybody know that we're not some little mom and pop, secret little weird new age people, we are the norm. And having that many people together all in the same mindset just builds this massive excitement. And that's what the big events are, all these Diamond Express events that are being done around the world. And they're being done because Gary and Mary want us out there teaching people because they made an incentive for the Diamonds to get out there and do these big events because as big as we are, look at convention. Man, session one sold out immediately, 12,000 people. Session two yeah. almost set out for grand convention already. So these these, part, these events that we're doing as Diamonds, getting out there and doing these big events and, and like you're doing, these are the exclamation points of how big and amazing we are. And I like changing the topics around because it does. It brings that interest. If we did just a basic essential oil event today and then I said three months from now come back we're going to do another one just like this but changing the core and the concept like the one we have coming up in April is fabulous foundations and it will be um, seven different sessions all on different systems all with PowerPoint that everybody's going to get the PowerPoint to take with them so that we can teach FDA compliant because everybody seems to think that we can't but I can teach you on every single system of the body and what your body needs and be completely FDA okay but I want you to be able to duplicate that in each of those sessions so that's the concept behind um, teaching them in segments so that people can turn around because we shouldn't be afraid of that. Everything that happened with the FDA, nothing changed. We've never been allowed to say the things and do the things that people were doing. We've always right. had those guidelines. So learning how to speak with that and be empowered by that and be like, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. This is what we can do. This is what we can't do. Let's just run with what we can and not worry about what we can't. And that's where the events come so powerful because people don't have that fear when we're working all together. They're like individually, we go, oh, what if? But together as a team, 
there's just power behind that. So I do. I love events. It's just one of my big, I just love my events. I have fun doing it. Oh, anyway. I'm that. sorry. I know that That's wasn't my cool. topic, but hearing you talk about it just got me all excited all over again. Yeah, I light up. People ask me what's so cool about Young Living. I'm like, you know, I love doing the events. That's, I mean, that's like really what lights me up. It's fun. Yeah, I love them. We've got events going on um, in the next couple of months. We'll be in New York, um, in the Albany area, and we'll be in, where else are we going? We're going to New Jersey. We're going to Pittsburgh. We're going to, gosh, we're going all over the place. And I just love the travel and partnering with other teams and that it is all about Team Young Living. It's not one person. It is the whole team of Young Living working together in partnership to create success for everybody. I agree. You know, and Randy Gage talks about this where, you know, maybe maybe someone says, you know, I'm interested in the, in the oils thing. Maybe we should go for coffee and you can bring your oils and we can talk about it. So that's one-on-one. And then you have, you know, maybe do a, a, a small get-together at a house and there's five people that show up and, so you know, there's one or two on five. And then maybe hold a class and you have 20 people show up there. Still small numbers, right? And then right. – you decide, you know, I'm going to do an event and have, you know, 50 people show up and talk about, you know, not only just the products, but also the business. And then maybe somebody else decides to do a little bit bigger one where they're doing two, three, four, 500, 700 people at that one. And then of course, then there's convention. Right. And so that whole thing is like a social scale saying, look, you know, remember it started out it was just me and you. And then, you know, I invited you to some of these classes and there's more and there's more people and there's more and more people you get the convention, there's over 10,000 people. There's a lot of people that do this. You know, you're not the only crazy person that's, that's vibing <laughs> on these oils. There's a whole bunch right. of them. Some of them are even doctors. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Right, you know, exactly. Hippie shakers, yeah. So <laughs> it's it's cool, you know, and I think we all have our place. I mean, some people, you know, they don't feel comfortable doing events or even speaking at events, but they love doing the one-on-ones or, you know, maybe talking to three or four people. And there's some people who love getting on stage at a convention, you know. So, I mean, everybody has their spot. It's just kind of where you feel is your sweet spot. Absolutely. And surrounding yourself with people that fill in the blanks where you don't have. So if maybe you're somebody who doesn't want to get up on stage, understanding that you can sponsor your weakness. I tell my people that all the time. If you are not outgoing and you don't want to talk to strangers, then you sit back for a week and you watch everywhere you go and you find the people that are the butterflies. They just they run around, they're talking to people, they've got people around them, and you just suck it up and you go talk to them. Because if you will sponsor your area, that, that's your that's your weakness. You don't want to go out and talk to strangers. So you sponsor somebody that can, that can talk to absolutely anybody. But I guarantee you that outgoing butterfly, fly around, just knows everybody kind of person, she's not going to have follow-through. So you're going to have to take care of her paperwork for her and help keep her focused. But that's okay because typically <laughs> you're going to be the focus, right? So you sponsor yeah. your weaknesses, you know, and that way together you make a phenomenal team instead of constantly trying to – because if everybody in your team is an outgoing butterfly that does everything, there's no follow-through. There's no one to organize it or nobody to have an agenda or nobody to say, okay, time for the next speaker or nobody to close the meeting, you'll just talk for seven hours. So you really, every personality type can succeed and be amazing in young living, just amazing, because there's not one skill set that is superior to the other skill sets. It takes all of them. And so you sponsor what you're missing in yourself. You see that weakness of, oh, I could never do that thing you could never do. You find somebody that can. I agree. You know, that even ties into when you're 
putting together your first event is finding people that can help you out that actually can do that kind of stuff, you know, somebody that can handle the front desk and, and handle people coming in and saying who they are and, oh, yep, gotcha, here's your wristband or however you want to do it or your name tag, uh, you know, and people that keep you on schedule and people that can deal with the hotels or people that can deal with the speakers, people that can organize things. Absolutely. Or that can and letting people energize. have their area. Exactly. If you ask, you know, you say to your people, who wants to do what? You have somebody that says, well, I'd really love to decorate. Give them decorating. Let them do decorating and leave them alone. Let that be their area. Same thing with front desk. These events and things we do, it's amazing how everybody comes together. We have so many different volunteers that just take over their area, and we just let them do everything that has to do with their area instead of trying to micromanage because they'll go insane. You can only handle so much. So if you've got volunteers and people that want to help, and learn to ask. Literally walk up to people in your group and say, I really need somebody that could be at the door and sign people in. I need somebody that will go pick up decorations. I need somebody that will pick up speakers. People want to be needed. So you don't have to do this by yourself. And it doesn't matter if they're in your team or in somebody else's team, as long as you guys have um, a, a, what's the word? (laughs) For our team, everybody in Michigan all works together. There is no cross-line recruiting of any kind. If somebody is coming to an event and they have somebody else's member number, they're automatically enrolled under that member number. There's no competition between any of us. And as long as you've got that going on, then you can work with people from 50 different organizations and run some phenomenal events and have some great classes. And that cross-line builds such strength instead of it being a competition. The competition will rip young living apart, but if we can all really get on the same page and know that there's billions of people, we don't have to argue and and cheat each other. We can just have each other's back and really encourage one another. I agree. Competition kills, but creative, you know, creative collaboration is what is what makes it happen. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, because I, you know, I have people from Canada come down. I had people from. There's a huge group out in Western North Dakota. Team Rafferty, they, their group came. You know, so I was. It's once you swallow that humble pill and you're like, okay, I'm good at this. Yeah. It's amazing, what, you know, how teams come together and, and help each other out because everybody has a skill set or or something going on that you know, other teams would love to be a part of. And so that was, Absolutely. to me, that was pretty, it was encouraging to see other teams show up. Cause I'm like, oh, this is cool, you know, like these guys, these guys are here. That's awesome. Oh, you guys were the first ones that bought 50 tickets? That's pretty cool. Right. Yeah, that kind of deal. Yeah. Awesome. And not only that, but these Monday night calls, agendas, there's no way that would happen if, if everybody was stuck in their own teams. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal that we can reach out to all kinds of different organizations and say, hey, look, you got something really cool going on. Would you mind coming on the call? phenomenal. Absolutely. And to me that is so important because not all groups are on that same page and I so appreciate that that's how Jen runs these is that it's open to anybody and I know that my people that can't because we do classes Monday nights and if you can't come out you can't do a class I know that they can be on the call with you guys and I feel safe in that. I know that you're never going to go hey I'm running this deal if you want to switch lines because I can think of nothing it, it it hurts my heart when I hear people are playing games like those because we really are on one team and we should be able to support each other. And I really appreciate that you guys do that. Yeah, well, you know, there's a saying that karma is a, a certain thing. So <laughs> who wants to deal with that, right? Absolutely. Besides, the pie is huge. We don't need to be fighting over the same size of pie. <laughs> right. Oh, goodness. 
Okay, Shannon. Well, I have my product guide here, the new one. All right. And I'm just I'm just waiting for you to just dive into this and show me how you do this, the new product guide, please. I'm like, All right. Well, I'm very excited. I love the layout of the new one. I don't know how many of you have heard how we've always done this. But what we do is we keep a product guide with us at all times. In your product guide, you can take somebody from the beginning all the way to the end in about 20 minutes and go ahead and enroll them at the end of it. So I'm going to take you through it just like you guys were a brand new person. And even if I'm doing it long distance to somebody, you can have them go online and pull up the product guide so that they can be flipping through the pages with you. So right as soon as you open the book, you'll see a picture of Gary and Mary. And right here is where I would introduce, and I'm going to do it just like you were a new person. So I'm not going to explain what I'm doing. I'm just going to go through it. So this is Gary and Mary Young. They're the founders of our company. The company was started about 20 years ago, and Gary's history and his passion is that he had been in a wheelchair, and the wheelchair caused him lots of different issues. He had lots of pain. And through trial and error and doing lots of natural things, not essential oils at that time, but doing lots of natural things, he was able to get himself up out of the wheelchair. He was told he would never walk again. And when he did, people started asking questions. They started saying, oh, my gosh, how did you get out of the wheelchair? And I want you to know as I introduce you to Young Living that that's going to happen to you because your life is going to be changed and people are going to ask you, what did you do? How was that happening? And I hope you have the same courtesy that Gary has. And what Gary did is he took people on his journey. When people asked him what he did, he shared, and he took them on that journey. And through the years, he eventually was introduced to essential oils. It became his passion, and he started farms, and we're going to hear a lot about him. But go ahead and turn the page now. And you'll see this is another picture of Gary. And Gary right there is holding frankincense. And his purpose, Gary Young and Mary Young, their purpose, their desire is they have young living essential oils in every home in the world. And understand how big that is. That wasn't just his little area. It wasn't just his friends. It was every home in the world because he knew that essential oils in every home in the world would make massive changes in the world and where we live. And when you look here on the second page, you'll see this map. And on the map, you can see everywhere that's brown, it's kind of like a beige color. Everywhere that it is beige, we are already selling Young Living Essential Oils. So his vision, his dream is already coming to pass. We are already a part of that right now. And everywhere you see the different dots, the dots represent either our offices or our warehouses or our farms. And you can really look at that later and see all the different places that we are and our distilleries. This is huge. His dream, Young Living Essential Oils in every home in the world, that's what we're in the process of. And if you turn the page, you're going to see one thing that really sets us apart. This really sets us apart. It makes us unique. And this is our seed to seal process. Now, when you look at different essential oils, you probably have some in your own home or you've read about them in magazines or different places. But when you look on those, the bottle literally says, caution, do not ingest. And it says uh, for aromatherapy use only, different words and verbiage on there. And I want you to understand that that's part of the difference. The seed to seal, we don't add anything. We don't take anything away. And we start right with the seeds. We know exactly where our seeds come from. And you can really read the details of this. But we know our species. Every seed has been authenticated. Um, we go through all of the different processes to make sure that even from the seeds, there's no GMO. That's a big deal for me. And then we go a step further, and that's Hello. our cultivation. The cultivation means um, what we do with the soil before we put our seeds in it, what we do after the fact. I can hear people. If you can mute your line if you're on there, we can hear you in the background. Thank you so much. So that cultivation process is what we do during, um, before, and after, even down to the fact of when we harvest. 
we don't just go out and take our lavender and we harvest it when it's convenient. We actually harvest our crops when it has the most bricks, which means it has the most therapeutic properties available. It has the most essential oil in there. And each and every crop that you harvest, each one, is done completely different because plants are pretty persnickety. And with the plants, you have to do different things. Some stuff has to be harvested first thing in the morning. Some has to be later in the day. Some of it has to be laid out, has to be dried for a few days. Some has to go directly into the distilleries. And things like Palo Santo. Our Palo Santo trees literally have to fall in the forest and they have to sit there for two years. They have to fall all by themselves. We can't cut them down. And then you can harvest it. Because if you do it too soon, if you don't wait until the plant is ready, or if you harvest it at the wrong time, it's not going to have all its parts and pieces. Parts and pieces means constituents. And those different parts and pieces, those are the things that make differences in our cells. Those are the things that our body resonates with. Those are huge and important. So we don't add something in there to make our peppermint smell like peppermint or to make it smell sweet and yummy. Our peppermint smells like the peppermint leaf would when it has everything it's supposed to have. And then distillation, that's the next step in there. In the distillation process, each and every one of those persnickety little plants, they all need different temperatures. They all need different times that they're And when you understand what that means, that that distillation process and how it's done, we don't let anything get added to it. When you get to, when you go to our farms, which you can do anytime you want, you can go and be a part of our farms. You can see what's going on, and you can see the distilleries. You can go underneath, and you can see where the oil and the water is separated. That's huge. That tells me that it's got all my stuff, and I don't have to worry about them adding anything extra to it. And then your next step is testing. With Young Living Essential Oils, not only do we test every single batch, but we also send it out for third-party testing to make sure, again, it has all those parts and pieces we were talking about, all those constituents. And if it doesn't have everything it needs to be to be Young Living grade. Now, understand, there are um, different grading of essential oils, and those are all perfume grade. And we go a step beyond that. We go to Young Living because we want it to actually have all those parts and pieces that change the cells of your body. That's huge. And we test every single batch. In addition to that, we have the seal, which means um, the, the bottle itself, there's nothing that's been put in the bottle that shouldn't be in the bottle. There's nothing that's done during that process. And again, our transparency, you can go and you can look, you can watch through the glass, our labs, you can watch through the glass the process of them being um, sealed and put into their the bottles. It's a big deal to me that I can go in and I can watch it. And I wish we had one more level here because we've got seed, cultivate, distill, test, and seal. And I wish there was one more and it's educate. Because Young Living Essential Oils, unlike anything else out there, we educate each other, friend to friend, mom to mom, person to person, teaching each other how to use the oils. Because how many times have you either seen in an ad or you've seen it in a magazine or heard somebody say something about an oil, but if somebody doesn't educate you on what to do with that oil, you're left hanging. And that other part, that educate, that's where the multi-level marketing, network marketing, friendship marketing, relationship marketing, whatever you want to call it, that's what we are, and I'm proud of that fact. It excites me that we're a part of a network marketing company because that's where the education comes in. And if you turn your page one more time, you can look at our farms all around the globe. This is a list of all the farms that we currently have, and you can see right down in the bottom of St. Marie's, Idaho. That was one of the first farms. It was um, <laughs> Gary's heart, if you will, in our farms. And you can look on here and see each of the farms that we have and the things that we grow on our farms. And you look at the Utah farm up here, and you can see some of the things that we grow with the lavender and the hyssop and the clary sage and peppermint and goldenrod, so many different things. And you can see some of our newer farms, like we've got the one in Peru here, and that one in Peru has 3,400 acres that we haven't even started to use and harvest. Because Gary's vision, his vision is what? 
a young living essential oils in every home in the world because knowing that he has to plan ahead he has to have more than enough land to be able to keep that vision there and one of the things that's going to happen at our peru farm is we're going to have the first helichrysum farm and that's huge because when you start working with oils you're going to find how important helichrysum is i'm going to have you go ahead and turn the page again so you should be sitting here on page eight and i want you to know what essential oils are essential oils I think I missed a page here, guys. No, I didn't. Essential oils, we put our essential oils back into everything. So from our cleaning products to your home, shampoo, conditioner, toothpaste, mouthwash, we put the essential oils back in. And even our supplements, when you look at our supplements, you're going to see that we put the essential oils in our supplements because I want you to know up front, I think this is huge and important, and I think people get confused here, is young living essential oils in and of themselves do not cure anything. Uh, vitamins don't cure anything, minerals don't cure anything, fats, waters, all these different things. These are tools that your body uses to go in and repair the cells because your body, when it gets what it needs and it can absorb it, knows how to repair itself each and every time. So I'm going to have you go ahead and turn the page one more time to page 10. And you're going to really remember page 10 because when you get your oils, this is going to be like a quickie cheat sheet for you because you can use oils three different ways. And one is aromatically. And that means that you can just breathe them in and you can open a bottle and you can just smell that oil. You can put some in your hands and breathe it in. You can put some on a cotton ball. You can also put it into a diffuser. And when you get your kit, you're going to get a diffuser. And that's something you're going to put the oils in and it's going to put the oils in really micronized small pieces in the air that you can breathe them in. And that's um, aromatically. Um, again, cotton balls are great for sending in your kids' pockets to send them to school. And there are some trains of thought. There's some schools that you can go to and become certified that will tell you all you can do is breathe essential oils. Just do aromatherapy, but never, ever, ever put them on topically. But I want you to know with Young Living, we're different. That seed to sale process, because we don't add anything, we don't take anything away, we can go a step further and we can do topical application. And we've got some of our oils that actually come with a roll-on lid. They're called our roll-ons, like our deeper leaf. And you can just roll those on your body, roll them on your head, roll them on your neck, your arms, wherever you want to. You can also take our oils and put a couple drops in your hand and massage them on your body. And massage therapists have been using oils on people's bodies for years and years and years perfectly safe because we don't add anything and we don't take anything away. You need to write that down and remember it. And there's some schools, some places where you can become certified in essential oils that will tell you, okay, you can smell them and you can rub them on, but don't you ever take them internally. And that's what they'll teach you and that's what they'll train you. But with Young Living, I want you to know we're different. With Young Living, you can take our oils internally. Not only can you take the bottle, take the lid off and put them in your mouth and drink them or put them on a piece of bread or put them in a spoon with some um, agave or honey. You can also buy um, supplements that we have that actually have the oils already in there, like our inner defensives pictured right here. That is a capsule full of oils that help your body's defense so that you're defending from inside. It's got things like oregano and clove in there, and you just take that in the capsule and it's already in there. Because with young living, we're different. You've got to remember that seed to seal. It sets us apart from everyone else. When you look at ours, there's serving size recommendations on there. It's a food. Every supplement that you take with Young Living, we have added the oils back because quite frankly, if you go back in time and you look at every green thing, which is where essential oils come from, every green thing, they come from the leaves. If you were to eat every green thing, every green thing has what? It has vitamins, it has minerals, it has um, uh, essential acids, it's got all these good things, including you guessed it, essential oils, because that's how it was supposed to be. So now I'm going to have you flip all the way to the back, and you are going to flip all the way to the back to page, let me make sure I have the right page, 99. 
I'm going to go to page, I'm kidding you, 97. And 97 is where we have our premium starter kit. And this is where you're going to get started. This is where we have everybody start. And as you can see here on this page, you have a diffuser. That's the picture far on the left with the steam coming out of it. That's a diffuser. We have a couple different kinds of diffusers. You'll get one of those in your kit. You're also going to get this everyday oil kit right here. And this is giving you 10 different oils. And I want you to look at the word, everyday oil. The everyday oils are the oils that you're going to put on your body three times a day. So you're going to open each and every one of those bottles when you get them and just take one or two drops and you can put them anywhere. You can put them over your heart, you can put them on your head, you can put them on your feet, you can put them on your belly. You can just rub those oils anywhere you want. And you can also take things like your citrus fresh that comes in there or your lemon or even your peppermint and put a drop or two in water and sift that and that counts. But three times a day, this is your foundational kit. This is where everybody starts. And when you start learning and educating and finding all different kinds of things you can do with your oils, remember this is the foundation. You want to take a couple drops every day and the other stuff is on top of and it's in addition to. So this is where you're going to get started and you're just going to fill this application right here out. Now if you don't have an application there, we can go ahead and go online and do it. So <laughs> that's how we do the oil catalog. Are you there, Monty? That's good. You know what <laughs> okay. my favorite part was? Was how you addressed the um, oh nice. Now you're going to be flipping pages but Oh, the internally thing and, and just saying, hey, look, essential oils don't cure anything. Vitamins don't cure anything. Minerals don't cure anything. It's when the body absorbs them and uses them the right way that the body takes care of itself. Huge. That was totally huge. Awesome. Thanks. The reason why I do that and why I even point out that there's places where they're going to hear that you should only use it as aromatherapy and you should only all those rules is because your people are going to go home and they're going to Google it. They're going to go look it up, and they're going to see, oh, my gosh, you shouldn't eat the oils. But I already answered that. And so when they see those words, they'll go, oh, yeah, she mentioned that some companies say you can't. So I want to cover any of their possible objections, things that will confuse them. I want to do that during it like it's no big deal. Because truly, our seed to seal is what sets us apart from everyone else. And I think we tend to skip over that. So by laying that out for people, it answers the questions. And now if I were doing a longer class, so that's what I would do like if I were to – um, airport with somebody and I was just meeting you for a few minutes. I would go through that process. They maybe smelled my peppermint. And I would say, how oh, right. do you like that here? Have a drop. And then I would share the catalog and go through that, hand them the applications. And then what I do is I give them the catalog and I let them know, hey, by the way, I have three extra applications in here. And if you will turn around and show this to three other people, then you'll be able to get your kit paid for because that's how our compensation plan works. So I just hand it to them, and we find that people do that on their own without any problem because it's super duplicatable. The stuff that I was saying is all stuff that you can read out of the catalog and or um, as you get better at it, you'll be able to just have that memorized. So um, that's my favorite tool, and it has worked so well. We do that at the beginning of every single class that we do. If there's 80 people in the room, too, last weekend we had the 800 people together, and we still start with that introduction because I always want anything that I do to be duplicatable. Right, plus you're inoculating. Like you're just, you know, you're telling them how it is right away. This is how it is. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, and, and then, I've, I've fumbled with this, uh, doing an intro class for oils and, you know, we we do the intro thing, but I was still was getting used to the, the new catalog. But then as we went through the everyday oils, and you know, I had people flip through the singles and the and the blends. And then we got to the end. I'm like, all right. So on page, I don't know. So here's the singles. On page 16, 
basal. You know, there's item number 3,500, 15 milliliters. That's, you know, the whistle number. I mean, the wholesale number is 2,475, and the retail number is 3,257. Here's why there's two different things. And then I jumped into, all right, so if you want the wholesale price, this is starter kit. You know, and the, almost like as a reminder, like, hey, look, this is, this is how you get the wholesale price. And if you want to be retail, that's fine, too. This is, you know, here's the difference. That right. kind of deal. And, and that's something I personally have not done. Um, if we decide that we're going to do it where we want to turn this into an oil class, so I want to take another 15 minutes. And what we'll do is um, in my catalog, we highlight each item that comes in just the everyday oil kit. That's the only one we're going to talk about. And so we would literally turn to the page, you know, the first one, there's frankincense, and we would read what it says, the description in the catalog, not something outside the catalog, because, again, what's duplicatable? The catalog is duplicatable. So we would read, this is what it says about frankincense, and this is one, because it literally tells them in there, like I just flipped open myrrh, it says that you can um, diffuse, directly inhale, or apply topically. So right off the get-go, anybody can look in the catalog, which is what they get in their own kit anyways. So they're duplicating something they personally will own, and we just go over it. The frankincense, this is how you use it, directly inhale or apply it. So we can pass around a bottle and they can do it or a smell stick, whatever you want to do. And then we can just go over those 10 oils, and I continually repeat, these are the 10. These are your basic, and I truly believe this. These are the 10 that you need to put on your body three times a day. It's your foundation and everything else that they study, research, come up with, those are on top of that because I defy anybody to tell me something that those 10 oils would not be great for in your body. They're just a great blend of oils to keep your body so we don't have to get sick, so that we stay encouraged, so that we don't end up depressed, so that, you know, all the energy of those 10 oils, those are your foundation, and that's the everyday. It's just so simplistic. And, um, yeah, that's why they call it every day. That's every day, exactly. But these ones on every day and everything else should play with it. And a lot of times when we get to the back and we've done the um, get started, if you turn the page after that, you'll go to um, the, what page would that as my end? I'm on page 100. I'm on page 100, and it shows the Essential Rewards um, Ninja Red Kit, and that's where I would go then for foundation. So we, this is the foundation oils. These are the ones you're going to get. This is your um, you diffuser. It automatically comes with it. And then this is your foundation nutrient. And this one's going to absorb in your body no matter how kinky your body is functioning, whether your digestive system works. This is your overall body antioxidant. So you need to get enough here so that everybody in your family can get at least two ounces a day, and that's just your beginning. So that's where we have people get right on their essential rewards right away because that's their foundational stuff. And then the three products that I would have people add in addition to that um, on their essential rewards is their Life 5. I think that good probiotic is so huge and important. And then, um, oh, my gosh, longevity, because that's getting oils internally into the cells. There's no better way to get frankincense in your body than through longevity. So we have them get a bottle of longevity. And then um, their Life 5 and Omega Gize because that's the good fats. Those are things everybody is really familiar with. Good, healthy fats is on every single TV show, every health show, every magazine. So why don't we go ahead and tell them where to get that from? The Life 5, people are told about good probiotics all the time. Let me tell you where to get the best source of it. And then taking those oils internally. So when they add those three, and we literally tell them, you need two ounces of Ninja Red for everybody in your home, and you need um, one bottle of each of these three things we're talking about right here for everybody in your home. This is core foundational stuff. 
And 90% of the time, when we enroll people, they get all of that. They get those for everybody. If they've got three people in their family, they get a bottle for each person. Same thing with the Ninja Red. Because you're telling them to. Because people are going to do what you recommend because they don't know to do any different. And notice in all of that, I didn't prescribe. I didn't cross any FDA lines. I was just discussing exactly what Life 5 is. It's the good flora. The good flora is what they're showing you on commercials all the time. You eat your yogurt, you get the good flora for your digestive system. Then go to the next. So that's what we do. So your big, big add-ons are Life 5, Ninja Red, Longevity, and Omega Gis. Yes, because I'm telling that's you, if you people on that for 30 days, they will stay on, they'll never get off because they will feel big enough. If they got aches and pains, those products right there are going to bring them into balance. If they've got digestive issues, it's going to help to bring them into balance. It won't make everything go away overnight, but they will feel a big enough difference that let's say they don't notice it the first month, the next month when they don't take it, they will notice what they have missed. And either way, I'm good with. I agree. I use, well, right now I use three out of four of those. Like longevity right now is not on my list, but I've seen so many people that are sick. I think I'm going to ramp up on that one because, Absolutely. wow, it's a lot of sick people. Well, you know, Mark, Mark Schroeder was up here in Michigan, I don't know, five years ago, and he is one of the product development managers, and he said if he could only have one product. Now, Gary's one product when he spoke from convention was enzymes. He said if they took everything else away from me, I would keep my enzymes. And that's from the oil king. When the oil king says something's important, then we need to listen up. But Mark Schroeder said it would be longevity because longevity is the least expensive way to get those high-quality things like frankincense into your body, and it's done in such a way that your body can absorb it long-term. And just one capsule a day and how many amazing things it does for the body. So, and, and the other ones are because they're just familiar to people. It's not something weird or hinky. Like, okay, yeah, I get antioxidants, so the juice makes sense. I get good flora because they talk about it on commercials because that's where people are learning. They're all inundated by commercials, so we need to turn and use those commercials for our benefit. And the last thing that I do when I'm doing a product guide and handing it out is exactly what I told you. I made sure that they knew they had to tell somebody else, and whether it's just a casual, I don't know you very well, but here, take this, tell three other people because you're duplicating the process, or whether it is getting them inspired to know that they can change other people's lives. Um, if I have longer to sit down with somebody, say half an hour to 45 minutes, I'm always going to sit down with them and set up an appointment with two or three people that they care the most about, their sister, their cousin, their brother, their aunt, their uncle, because if they're not, if you're not helping your people duplicate and you're not helping them turn around and introduce it to more people, you're just treading water. That's why people will get to a certain point and they just can't get past it because the only new people coming in their organization are the ones they're putting in. Instead of duplicating your time and helping each of your people just get two or three. I don't want my people to go out and get 100, not, not that I would stop them, but I don't expect <laughs> that. You know, what, what I do expect is that you at least not be selfish and you tell the people you're closest to. And I usually even use those words. You know, you can't hold this back. People need to know there's an option, especially if they had an experience. I don't care what the experience is. Their headache went away, their upset belly, their whatever. If you had an experience and you're too selfish to tell somebody else, you probably need to sign up in somebody else's group. I'm just saying no, you're right. And, you know, two or three people doesn't, it's, some people sounds like a lot, but, you know, other people say, well, that's not very many. But then right. you start growing an organization of, say you got five people, two or three, you just bumped up your, your group by 50% or if you get a big organization, everybody's doing two or three, holy cats, that's a lot of people that are all of a sudden jumping on board. 
Exactly. When you have a thousand people in your organization, new members, the first day of the month, it's an exciting thing. But that uh, yeah. You know, it's just that those numbers happen because you're teaching your people to do the same thing. And that's the key is teaching your people, but you teach it by example. If you're just sitting back and you're not enrolling any new people, what makes you think your people are going to do it? But those events, those classes, those weekly things, those aren't for the people that are in. And I have people ask me that all the time. I've already been to, you know, the same 12 classes. I don't think I'm coming next week. Well, if you were there with a new person, that wouldn't seem like a boring class because you would be excited because you want that new person to hear the same information you heard and you get that excitement because we'll hear people, you know, I, I told and shared my story tens of thousands of times. And if you were there just for you and you heard it for the 10,000th time, it wouldn't be exciting. But if you had three new people sitting in that room and I forgot to tell my story, I guarantee you come up to me afterwards and say, hey, will you tell them what happened? And it's yeah. that excitement because it's new people. Because it, in serious, it happens all the time. So keep remember that. If you're bored at the classes or you're sitting back and like, oh, my gosh, I know all this. Well, you're bored because you're not bringing new people. You want that excitement back? You want to go to your next level? You want to cross stage as a, as a rank you're not? I don't care what level you're sitting at. If you're sitting out there and you just signed up and you want to go to convention as a silver, you have more than enough time. Convention is not until August. You have how many months? Right. You've got, what, seven months here. If you want to cross stage as a new silver, you just have to hit that by April. You've got three months. 90 days to silver is so doable. You want to cross stage as gold, you got to do it by May. That also gets you in for all the subs. So, you know, I know there's a lot of people sitting on the call today and you feel like you're, you know, you're doing the same thing over and over and you're spinning your wheels. Just go get new people. Stop worrying about the people that are in. Go sign yourself. If every month you personally enroll three new people and you encourage each person to do the same thing, set a challenge for your team. Say for 90 days, let's each determine that for three months we're going to enroll three new people and help each of them get three. Come hell or high water, I will figure out a way to get three people in this month. And you duplicate that, I'm guaranteeing you in 90 days you'll change your rank because that excitement moves through your team. You are the lifeblood. You are the reason. I don't care what your upline's done. I don't care about any of that. It's what are you going to do to get to your next rank. You're right, you know, and a lot of people have the opportunity to actually make more money than their, than, well, their sponsor, their enroller, their upline. Absolutely. The possibilities there. Yeah, it's huge. Absolutely. That was good. You know, and Shannon, I just want to reiterate one thing. So the top two questions you need to ask yourself when you are putting together a Young Living event that you're hosting yourself is why are you doing it and who are you doing it for? Once you get those two answered, so the how-tos just fall in place and there's, a, there's enough leaders in everybody's organization where, you know, you ask questions, they have answers. Absolutely. And not, don't just look in your own organization for people for doing an event. Um, I, Wisconsin is a phenomenal um, example of this. Wisconsin, um, there were several leaders all in different groups that got a hold of me probably a year and a half, two years ago. And they said, we don't do anything as a team here, but we really would like to. And so um, several of the leaders reached out to a, just a bunch of other leaders that they didn't know, that they had at times even been in competition with. And instead they decided to become Team Wisconsin, and they started working together as a team to build Wisconsin. And now they've got a diamond in that area and platinums, and so it has built everybody's team because there is power in numbers. And they just got together, and each person doing their part, taking care, and um, it's just been such an honor watching that. But anybody can do that. I don't care if you just got in and you think you're all alone and your upline is in Timbuktu and you've never heard of them. 
doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing. You can still build your own team. You can take it off and you can just run with it. And, yeah, find out why. And, and that is not just events. That is find out why you're doing anything you're doing. you got to know why because then you got to know if it's worth it because you're not going to do it if you don't know why you want to do it. And people will sniff that out if your heart's not in it. Oh, absolutely. They will tear you apart. <laughs> you yeah. gotta, you got to know that it's worth it because, you know, we are, are general when we're helping people boost to their next level and they're really pushing it. We say, you know, you got to chit-chat, contact, or um, – be around 10 people a day. That's like kind of, kind of the number we have found if somebody wants to change ranks in 90 days. you got to just get yourself out there, not doing the plan, not just you're chit-chatting with 10 people. And if you don't know why you're willing to go out there and talk to that number of people every single day, first of all, the number of people that aren't interested will just crush your heart. The people that just walk by you, the, the effort to get out there and do it because it takes time and energy, you won't be able to do it. But if you find out why you want to do it and you determine what it is you want, and for everybody, there are, there's different things. For some people, you want to do it just because you want to finally succeed at something. And that might sound like, like a horrible thing, but there are people that feel like I have never finished or accomplished anything I've ever tried to do. I've never been great at anything, been good at lots of things, but never been great. And maybe that's you. You just want to be great at something. So you set your 90 days so you can finally feel like you achieved it. Or maybe you just want to finish something, 90 days, 10 a day. If you did that, you would finish something you set your mind to do. Maybe it's the recognition, whatever it is. It's got to be big enough to make you get off your butt, walk away from the TV or walk away from the game or walk away from the video or walk away from your family. For some of us, I'm a mama and my kids are my thing. And to say that I'm going to take time and leave them to go do something else, it better have been something really big to make it worth walking out the door. Because once you know what Good it point. is, you will fight to get it. And that it's got to be that big. It's got to be that important. Because I'm telling you what, I do not remember anybody that said no. I don't. I remember all the people that said yes. Exactly. That's what you remember in the end. That's what you remember. The ones whose lives were changed. The ones who couldn't walk that can. The ones that didn't have a home. That's what you remember. You remember the lives that you changed. You don't remember the people that just weren't interested or said something negative. They don't even matter. But it will matter if you don't talk to enough people because that's all you'll see is the no's. Just a numbers game. It is. It's just a numbers game. Well, thank you, Shannon. That was a great call. I'm going to open up the lines and have everybody say goodnight to you. Hold on a second. Thank you. 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 Thank you.